Hello friends, welcome to Watchmen on the Wall, a daily outreach of Southwest Radio Ministries and SWRC.com. We have a full program for you today. Our host, Dr. Larry Spargimino, will be visiting with Rabbi Kurt Schneider. Larry Stam has a Messianic Minute. Author and pastor Greg Patton is here with Living in Today's World. And we begin things today with a longtime friend of the ministry, Jerry Tyson. Jerry Tyson has been a valued contributor on the program for years, authoring several books for us as well. Today, he begins a new journey with us, launching a brand new podcast. In the Beacon's Light debuts today on all the major podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and TuneIn. Jerry is here to give us the details on this exciting new podcast. I can hear someone in our audience saying, what in the world is a podcast? I'm sure it's a word that's not been in the dictionary for long, so let's go back to the basics. A podcast is a digital audio or video that is played on a computer, a phone, or other internet-connected device. So that forms the basis for what someone needs to get the access. Once connected, our friends will be able to find a wide variety of information. Of course, we hope they'll tune in to In the Beacon's Light and listen to ours. I was told long ago that I had a face for radio, so this is audio only, it'll save your eyes. In the course of our Tuesday and Friday excursions, we'll talk about everything imaginable, and maybe some things that are hard to imagine too. Here is a sample of some of the topics. Several of our coastal lighthouses, one of my favorite photographic subjects. The old outhouse, Lot's wife. Do you remember Uncle Charlie Vandermeer? How soon might the rapture be? The Sikh and Petra, and the advantages of COVID. Every program will have a true biblical application and is designed to make our friends think about something temporal that will point them to the eternal. Let me guess, Matthew, you're ready to tell us how to find In the Beacon's Lights podcast. Absolutely. Subscribe to In the Beacon's Light on all the major podcast platforms. iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, and tune in. New episodes of In the Beacon's Light are released each Tuesday and Friday. In the Beacon's Light with Jerry Tyson. Subscribe today. Watchman on the Wall is here to make sense of the nonsense and bring clarity to the world around us. One of the ways we do that is through our brand new podcast. You can listen to insightful interviews, current events from a biblical perspective, and prophecy that helps you make sense of the world around you. So be sure to subscribe today to the Watchman on the Wall and In the Beacon's Light podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. The Bible speaks to every aspect of our lives, and only when we are grounded in the truth of God's Word, we are able to walk in the strength, peace, and victory of God's promises. Rabbi Kurt Schneider comes now and looks at the divine truth that is available to each of us through God's Word. Our guest is Rabbi Kurt A. Schneider, 
host of the popular TV broadcast, Discovering the Jewish Jesus. He is one of our featured speakers for our virtual Summer Prophecy Conference, the dates July the 30th through August the 7th. In our promotional literature, we have not given an address or a location for the conference. Why is that? Well, it's going to be available in your home. It is a virtual conference. You won't have to travel, get lodging, or eat out. I can't think of any format that is more convenient, and you won't even have to wear a mask. Unless you wear a mask in your home, then you might have to. But in a few minutes, we'll give you the details on how you can be a part of our conference. Rabbi Schneider, so nice to have you on the show. God bless you, my friend. Good to connect again with you, Pastor Larry. Yes, I think we've done several programs. You've written several books, and we go back for quite some time. So I'm so glad you could participate in our conference. Very good. I'm glad to be able to play a small role. Well, tell us about your presentation at the Virtual Prophecy Conference. Well, I think one of the things that's really needed today is for people's faith to be grounded. Now, this might not sound like new news or new information, but the fact is, is that in the Western world, our faith has been assaulted by our culture and by a diluted gospel message in such a way that we're seeing a mass falling away. I think Barna did a study recently that church attendance now that kind of the main wave of COVID is over is down between like 30 to 40 percent, and many people are falling away. In addition to this, what is going on in our country culturally, aside from the fact that a lot of people got knocked out due to COVID, they got out of their routine of being in fellowship with other believers, right. hearing the Word preached on a weekly basis, and many of those that fell away during COVID have not returned. And in addition to that, the assault that is on the Christian faith right now in this country, whereby the country from being a predominantly Christian country has gone to being what I would call an anti-Christian country, meaning that the majority of people actually look down condescendingly and with hostility, in many instances, people that are committed Christians and are vocal about it. And so in order to be able to stand in times like these, which are so hostile towards the believer's faith, their faith needs to be really rooted and grounded in the Word. And so one of the things that I'm going to be addressing at the conference is this mystery. I'm calling it the mystery of the Jew, and that is this. When you look in the scriptures, what you find, going back to the Hebrew scriptures, is that the Jew, the nation of Israel, was specifically, uniquely chosen by God to be a separate people for him out of all the peoples on the face of the earth. And... One of the things that lends credence, not only the historical accuracy of the Bible, but the revelation of its truth, is that here we are, all these years later, over 3,500 years after this was written, and here are the Jewish people today on the earth, still a unique people that are having impact in the world far beyond any other group based upon their numbers. In other words, if you look at the number of Jewish people that have won Nobel Prizes, the amount of breakthroughs that have happened in science, medicine, business, economics, entertainment. If you look at the amount of breakthroughs that have come through Jews, and then you look at how many Jewish people there actually are, less than one-fifth of one percent of the world's population, how do you explain that this small people group has had such a tremendous impact in the world? And it gets back, Larry, to the authenticity of the Bible, that what the Bible says about the Jewish people is true. They're a unique people. 
This doesn't mean that everything they do is good or right, but they're specially anointed and they have impact. Sometimes it's used for good. Sometimes in the field, for example, of entertainment where they've been such leading figures, it's not their special equipping has not always been used for good, but the impact is undeniable. So what that tells us is that our Bibles are true. The mystery of the Jew is a objective proof that what the scriptures are teaching are true, that the Jews are a unique people, and we still see that today. And so what I do is I build on that, and I say, okay, if this Bible is true, and we begin by looking at the objective reality of the Jewish people, then let's try to figure out what does the scripture say. And so what I do is I trace the history of the Jewish people and the promises that were given to them and culminated all in the person that hung on the cross with a sign over his head, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. So I'm rooting people in prophecy to help them understand the prophetic words in both the Old and New Testaments and how Yeshua completes and fulfills God's intention. Hmm. Wow, I'm excited about that. And, you know, when you speak about the mystery of the Jew and about the scientific advances, it's just such a tiny nation. And the last many, many years, they've been bombarded and there's been all kinds of anti-Semitism rockets coming in. I mean, defense has been a major issue. You wonder how any people could survive and keep their sanity with the hostility that is shown against the Jewish state. So I think that even adds to the mystery of the Jew, to say the least. Exactly. I think it was Mark Twain, Pastor Larry, that said they're the most formidable people in the earth. And it's not about the Jew. It's about God's covenant to preserve himself a remnant in the earth and to complete his redemptive plans. We're not lifting up the Jew in and of himself because it's nothing in and of himself. It's just God's covenant and his word that's proved faithful and true. Yeah, I know a lot of times people say, well, they're not good people or whatever. Of course, God said a lot of harsh things against them in the Old Testament, yet he remembered his covenant and the covenant, the promise, that's what really counts. So we're not just aligning ourselves with an ethnic group because we like this nationality. We're thinking of what God has said, what God has done, the fact that the covenant in Genesis chapter 15, the unconditional Abrahamic covenant, that's what counts with me. And I've heard so many people, they say, well, the Jews have done a lot of bad things, and they're this and they're that, and on and on and on. Well, you know, we're all sinners, but God is holy, and God will stand by his word. If we can't trust him to stand by his word in Genesis 15, we can't trust him to stand by his word in John 3.16. I mean, God is either God, he's either faithful, or he's not. Absolutely, and I think that when that first assumption is received, that the scriptures are true, the proof of the Jew lends to the authenticity of what is recorded in the Hebrew Bible, then what we need to do is we need to study, well, what is the religion, if you will, that God gave the nation of Israel? And what the primary religion is about in the Hebrew Bible, and its core foundation, is that without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sin. If you look at Israel's history, you know, beginning with the Lord delivering them as a nation out of Egypt, how did they do it? By placing the blood of a lamb on their doorposts so that when the angel of death moved through Egypt that night, killing the firstborn in every home that did not have the blood covering at their doorpost, we begin to trace what is it that the Lord revealed to the Jewish people. And what the Lord revealed to the Jewish people is that it's the blood that has life in it for atonement. I love my favorite scripture is in the Torah, Leviticus 17.11, where Mm. the Lord said there, Pastor Larry, the life of the flesh is in the blood, 
and I've given it to you on the altar to make an atonement for your soul. For it's the blood, by reason of its life, that makes atonement. And so the Lord showed Israel from the earliest times that it's only through the shedding of blood that sin can be covered. There is no other way for forgiveness. There's no other way for sin to be atoned for. And so all the other religions of the world, they don't have an answer for sin. But the nation of Israel that spread monotheism to the world, God gave them the answer. An innocent one has to die in the place of a guilty, and the blood shed from the innocent one speaks of the life being given. And when an innocent one in the Hebrew Bible was an animal, ultimately completed in Yeshua, when the innocent one dies in the place of the guilty, shedding its blood, showing that the death has been completely made, God can then forgive the sin of the guilty. Right. So that's what the Hebrew Bible does for us. It creates a road to tell us the way to redemption, and there is no other way. And a lot of times the gospel that's being preached today, it's not about sin, it's not about atonement, it's not about forgiveness, it's not about reconciliation, it's about how do we use God mm. to get the American dream. Right. We're speaking with Rabbi Kurt Schneider. He is one of our featured speakers. The conference presentations will be available online July the 30th through August the 7th. To sign up, go to swrc.com and click on the Conferences tab on the top of the page. Then click on the box that says Virtual Summer Prophecy Conference and follow the directions. After August the 7th, the conference will disappear. However, you can get DVDs of the conference and also DVDs from our Denver, Colorado Prophecy Briefing, July the 3rd. It was a tremendous conference. You'll want to get the DVDs. You can review them, take notes, share them with your friends, use them in church, Sunday school, and home Bible studies. Just go to swrc.com, click on the Conferences tab, and you will be able to register. Rabbi Schneider, tell us a little bit about the Hebrew language. I had two years of it in seminary. I found the more I learned about it, the more I wanted to learn about Hebrew. It's absolutely fascinating. And I think if we're really going to understand the Old Testament and God's promises to the Jewish people and the various nuances in what has happened in Israel in the past, we need to know something about the Hebrew language. So maybe you could fill us in a little bit on that. Hebrew is a difficult language. There's different forms of Hebrew. There's modern Hebrew, the Hebrew that is spoken in more of a social or a cultural form, and then there's biblical Hebrew. So first of all, if someone's going to learn Hebrew, they want to specify what type of Hebrew do you want to... Do you want to learn communicational Hebrew? Are you speaking in Israel, or do you want to focus on biblical Hebrew? So it's easy to learn how to read Hebrew, and it's easy to memorize some of the key words But to actually have a working ability to communicate in biblical Hebrew, it's no easy task. And so Mm. to tell people that unless they can learn how to speak biblical Hebrew, they're not going to fully understand what the Bible is about, I would never go down that road. I, I think it's a blessing for those that God has gifted to have the time and the aptitude to be able to fluently read, understand, and speak biblical Hebrew. What an awesome blessing. But for most of us that will never have that opportunity to gain that level of proficiency, I don't think it in any way will handicap our ability to understand the basic, profound, and deep message that the Lord wants to communicate to our soul, which he does predominantly by his Spirit. 
Right. You're absolutely right. Apart from the spirit, we could know grammar and know the alphabet, and it just wouldn't count. But in your Rivers of Divine Truth, you quote Isaiah 45, 5, I'm the Lord and there is no other. Tell us about the word Lord, the tetragrammaton, yud Hey vav Hey. What is the Lord saying to you and to me when he says, I am the Lord and there is no other? Well, that is an awesome question and an awesome point that I'm glad you're bringing up. Because what is really unique about the tetragrammaton, yud Hey vav Hey, the four letters that make up God's personal sacred name, is that it's actually in verb form, Mm-hmm. which means that it's continuous, unfinished action. In other words, when you think of a noun as a person, place, or thing, but God's sacred covenant name that he revealed to Moses when Moses was commissioned by the Lord, and Moses said, Who shall I say sent me? And the Lord said, I am that I am, or I will be who I will be. And then the Lord pronounced his name over Moses, which most people believe is pronounced a breathy Yahweh, which comes from those four Hebrew letters, yod heh that name, yod heh Yahweh, is actually in the tense of continuous, unfinished action. It's not a mm. static noun. Right. It's not like a person, place, or thing that's static. It's that God is always alive. He's always moving. He's always present. It's continuous, unfinished action. There's always a new bubbling up of life and activity that's present, going into the future forever. So God is real. He is living. He's the true and the living God, as we often say. And we can have great hope in that fact. And I think that's one of the unique characteristics of the revelation of God, his name, his character, his person. And then, of course, after Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was poured forth upon the church and actually upon the world, what a dynamic force the Lord is, a force for righteousness, truth, and transforming human lives. Amen. Amen. I mean, he is reality. Yes. That's what we're after, is we're after reality. What is real? And what is real is that there is a God, that he is alive, that we're created in his image to know him, and to forsake every other pursuit in an ever-increasing way to connect with the one that is reality, and that is yod Rabbi Kurt Schneider is one of our featured speakers. We're going to have him back with us for our next show. We want to talk a little bit about his excellent devotional, Rivers of Divine Truth. In Rivers of Divine Truth, Rabbi Kurt Schneider, host of popular TV broadcast Discovering the Jewish Jesus, takes you on a journey through God's Word to discover the living truth revealed in its pages. Get your copy of Rivers of Divine Truth for a gift of $20 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. It's time for a Messianic Minute with Larry Stamm.
Shalom, friends. Larry Stam here with the Messianic Minute, Biblical Connections Through a Jewish Lens. Joseph is a picture of Messiah. As a suffering servant, he was betrayed by his brothers and unjustly imprisoned by his Egyptian master Potiphar. Yet through his brokenness came blessing. In Genesis 41, after he interpreted Pharaoh's dream, Pharaoh set Joseph over the entire land of Egypt and gave him the signet ring. Jesus, the Messiah, was also a suffering servant. As he said of himself in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, for even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. And like Joseph, Jesus' brokenness was followed by blessing. After he died for our sins, he rose again on the third day, conquering the power of sin and death, and now sits at the right hand of the Father as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Thank God for the suffering servant Jesus, whose brokenness brings us blessing. For more connections, visit our website at LarryStam.org. See our Larry Stam Ministry Facebook page. Be sure you stay tuned. Larry Stam will be presenting some fascinating insight on the Jewish roots of Christianity in the coming months right here on your Watchman on the Wall program. If you'd like a copy of today's program, call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. You can also order online, swrc.com. Subscriptions to our monthly newsletter, The Prophetic Observer, are available. Each month, timely articles about prophecy in light of today's events. It's an excellent outreach tool. Many people give copies of The Prophetic Observer to friends and family so they can stay informed. Subscribe to The Prophetic Observer today by calling 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. Living in Today's World with Greg Patton is here, bringing encouragement and to help us make sense of the world around us. Are you a dog lover? I mean, so much of America, dog lovers, cat lovers, whatever. I love dogs, always have. We moved into the city from Cherubusco, Indiana, out on a farm that we leased when we were in evangelism. Got the church in Fort Wayne, and I knew I needed to be in the city. Boy, that was hard, going from the country, right, to one of the busiest streets in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So we waited a little while after we'd moved in there, and we decided it's time to get a dog. And I thought, you know, I've always liked golden retrievers, just something special about those animals. I've also been one who wants to rescue an animal rather than go out and pay those big bucks. There's got to be one out there. So we went to a farm area near Yoder, Indiana, where they had a rescue team of people there that had all golden retrievers. It was part of a group out of Ohio. And I said, wow, let's go out and see what they have. They had a ton of golden retrievers. Just amazing. So they showed us a few here or there. And my wife saw one that just didn't look quite right. In fact, as she walked, she was hobbling. What does my wife do? She asked about that animal. And I guess this dog had been rescued, had been abused south of us in Muncie, Indiana, had actually been shot in the shoulder. And the one leg was three or four inches shorter than the other one there in front. So it was more or less a hop than it would be a run or a walk. I thought, oh, no, my wife instantly fell in love with that animal. I said, look, dear, look at all these beautiful animals. There's a lot of gorgeous. What do we do? I've always been for the underdog, I got to tell you. In any sport, whatever, if you're the one that's supposed to lose, I'm for you. 
So I really, it was over a barrel there. My wife wanted the thing. I said, she is kind of cute and we can get along with this thing. So yeah, we shelled out the $325 to rescue an invalid golden retriever. But I'll tell you what, very quickly, she just won over our hearts. Yes, she would hobble around and just wouldn't leave me alone. How does God do that? How does he work out all of these things? A lot of people treat their dogs like children. You know that, right? Uh, I posed a question on my Facebook page recently. uh, Do you talk to your dog like a human? (laughs) Are you kidding me? Absolutely. All the time. In fact, my dogs listen a whole lot better than even folks in my church sometimes. They're really good. And I love that dog. Named her Miss Liz. I called her kind of a street girl and maybe a tramp. What? I mean, she just looked the part. And there she was, chained outside, shot, and then rescued by this group and ended up at the Patton household. And we gave her all the loving we could. It wasn't but a year or so ago that I did share down in Tri-Cities, Tennessee at WHCB Radio. We go down there twice a year in the spring and fall to raise money for the radio station. And before I got ready to go, Miss Liz was acting really strange. She just hung around me like she knew I was going someplace. And ever she was at my feet, I'd be in the kitchen area and she'd be laying on my feet. I said, what is with you, girl? And I thought, well, maybe she just knows for the first time that dad's going away and she's just giving me some extra loving. When I got home from the share about 10 days later, everything was wrapped up. First thing, my wife said, we have some bad news, honey. I said, what kind of bad news? And they said, well, we don't know exactly what happened, but Miss Liz started acting really strange. I said, how strange? Well, she would go outside and would not come back in. And it got so she a big golden retriever. We took blankets out and covered her out there in the backyard, covered her up. It was just a terrible time. And you weren't here, and we just weren't sure what to do other than to try to comfort her. And yesterday, she passed away. She just died there in the backyard. I didn't get to say anything or do anything, and I was out of town. Isn't it amazing how God gives you a heart toward things? including dogs and cats that seem to be almost like family. She brought a great deal of love into our family and into our lives. And yeah, she's gone, but she left a real mark. Maybe you've had that experience, my friend. Again, to the glory of God, he does all things and makes no mistakes. He is perfect in what he does. All things work together for good to them that love God, to thee called according to his purpose. There are thousands of stories as we live in today's world. This has been one. Our first ever virtual prophecy conference starts this Friday, online and on demand. All access passes are still available. With the all access pass, you can watch presentations by 10 different speakers. Listen to this lineup. Rabbi Kurt Schneider, Billy Crone, Dr. Larry Spargimino, Bill Federer, Bob Cornuke, Todd Friel, Dr. Kenneth Hill, Michael Smith, Greg Patton, and James Collins. Hours and hours of prophecy teaching you don't want to miss. Register today and watch as many times as you want starting this Friday and running all the way through August the 7th. Get your all-access pass by visiting the conference page of our website, swrc.com. 
or simply call 1-800-652-1144. That's 1-800-652-1144. And don't forget to get your copy of Rivers of Divine Truth for a gift of $20 or more when you call 1-800-652-1144. You can also order any of our outstanding resources on our website, swrc.com. That's swrc.com. Tomorrow, Pastor Larry will continue his visit with Rabbi Kurt Schneider. Watchman on the Wall is a production of Southwest Radio Ministries and is supported by faithful listeners like you. Visit swrc.com.